0: You are now listening to the Motivational Mentors podcast with your hosts, Luke Burrows.
1: Touch on morning routines. I think people have to find something that works for them.
0: And Arsenio, Buck. hey, Arsenio, let's go party! Hey, party! If someone asked me to party right now, Luke, come on! What the hell's a part? A party? What? A party for what? guys what's going on welcome back to motivational mentors man i am your crazy host arsenio as usual with my sidekick luke burroughs and you know what today we got a wonderful swiss folk i just made it up but you know what man today is the first day i've ever met someone from switzerland we have kamka from the switzerland on board today man thank you
2: so much for joining us kamka thank you so much for having me <laughs>
1: it <laughs> our, our, our absolute pleasure um yeah and as you can hear Arsenio's um, <laughs> um yeah <laughs> Arsenio's Arsenio what can I say
2: he's very <laughs> excited to get a Swiss person on the podcast I can tell <laughs> yes. Yes.
1: um so for those who don't know who you are or what you do um could you explain a little bit about what you're working on right now your business and how you help other people and actually how you got into it as well
2: Yes, of course. I mean, I have very long versions of my story, and I have really short ones. So, what are you more interested in?
1: Um, so yes, yeah, so, so if we do uh, like the short version, and then we can ask some questions, and then all I'm right, just, all
2: right. that sounds
1: good. into it. Awesome. Um, as we go.
2: So what I do right now is I am an ego mindset coach, and that already sounds what the hell is that? Um, so basically what I do, I help people who feel a little overwhelmed, like people who have potential, they know it, um, but for some reason they might feel stuck, overwhelmed, keep making the same mistakes over and over again. And yeah, I help them get out of that, refresh their mindsets, tackle their ego, because usually that's where it is, the problem. And yeah, just to take back control over their life, over their business. or usually my clients have also been business um people who have their own business but i also had other people so it's not it's not business um coaching but it's just like a mindset coaching for anyone who is stuck in any life situation and the way i got to this was uh, i was stuck like big time <laughs>
0: um
2: and there was literally the end of high school and going into university or college for the Americans, um, that was where my biggest problems occurred for myself. Like I was just doing things that I didn't re- realize at the time that I didn't really want to do, that I was somehow pressured into doing, you know, by what I believed I should do, but what I believed uh, people expected for, for me to do, right? and it happened really in like the last year of uni where I was okay that's it I'm not doing this I'm, I'm not I, I finished it luckily <laughs> for my mother and um, but I um, just realized no that's not what I want to do like I don't want this degree I don't need this degree I don't want to work in a job or anything I want to do my own thing and I started really doing this whole self-development thing on myself first uh read a lot of books, I had a couple of coaches, I even, you know, delved into manifestation and these kinds of things. Um, and finally, I came out very, very happy <laughs> and I realized I also have a gift to help other people do the same. I, I know what I did, I know where the problems were. It was less of a process, but more of a discovering how I got myself into that situation where I was so unhappy, so lost in a way. And so, yeah, I just stuck in a place where I really, really didn't want to be in, where I didn't see myself going any further. And like that was, that is, I mean, yes, I was young at like 24 or so, but it was scary. Like just getting out of uni and being like, I have nothing. <laughs> and to help myself to the point where I'm now and I have beautiful life I have friends I have a job I also have this business that is thriving and I help others to get out of that too and I just really really love what I'm doing right now and that's the very short version of it
0: (laughs) wow you know real quick I want to ask you because when you especially talking about going from high school into uni it seems like you were in a place of just confusion just as I was you know like you know, going from orthodontics to, okay, well, maybe I should just do dental hygiene. Okay, maybe I should just do dental assistant because maybe I hate dentistry. And yeah. fair enough. Yes, I ended up hating dentistry. You know what I mean? But you, I, I want you to like pinpoint some of the things that you were feeling throughout those years of being lost and hating it and stuff like that. Because I for think me, a lot of, yeah, go ahead.
2: Yeah, For me, it was mainly realizing that I didn't want that for me. Like I didn't go into uni. I don't think uni is like the worst thing in the world, but I didn't go into it because I wanted something out of it. I didn't go into it because I saw value in it. I just went into it because it was expected from me. I was always like super good at school and it was like it was more my family and all of that. And it was just the natural next step to do. And I only realized it like two years in, oh. I hate this so much. And you have to, you know, you have to understand, I was always really good. Like I had good grades. I had everything was fine. I was not like bad at school and that's why I hated it. I genuinely hated it with every fibre of my being. And the worst thing was I didn't see what I'm getting out of it. You know, you can get through a hard time when you see like, okay, look, this is a lot of work, but then I will have this. And I didn't see that in Uni, I didn't see that at all.
1: Yeah, and so was your parents like wanted you to go to uni and then down like a certain career path, or was it just to go to uni for you know that extra education, so to speak? And how do they like feel now, or are they supportive now, you know, coaching, running your own business?
2: Mm, So, the thing that also happened at the same time is it was not just leaving uni, that was just uh, the tangible result of the processes that I made, um, the thinking process and mindset shifts and all of that. um, I changed completely and they definitely struggled with it. As I mean, not in a bad like it's nothing dramatic here. (laughs) But they definitely had that why are you not proud of your degree? Why are you not doing anything within you know what you studied? What why are you just I just got a job, you know, like a normal job. Um, in retail and I just just you know to earn money to start my own thing and they really that was the first time when they were really like okay what are you doing with your life like you had you have a degree go do something with it and it's it's more that they it's not that they had a specific career in mind but they had the feeling that if I get a degree I'm you know safe I'm there I'm Mm-hmm. there's a future for me with that degree and i was just like that's not the reality that's not the reality for most people who do uni nowadays right
0: mm-hmm.
2: unless you're doing like medicine or law or whatever where you actually need a degree the world has changed but my family didn't <laughs> yeah i just felt like it, it didn't agree with anything but then i changed so much that they just i just didn't care anymore. Mm. And not in a rebellious way I was just like you know what I'm doing this for me and I know what I'm doing and I know where I want to go and even if it doesn't go exactly as planned I know I will still be much happier doing this than trying to get a job in teaching or whatever I mean I I did a, um, I studied English so <laughs> oh. <laughs> there's not that okay. many options you know <laughs>
0: wow okay wait so you study english i'm sorry in university
2: yeah i don't speak i mean i haven't i wasn't able to speak english before i was like i don't know 14 or so oh, wow uh, <laughs> i you learned see, it listen, is... i got
0: ideas no i'm kidding <laughs> that's a bit ba- wow okay you learn pretty quickly too which is really fascinating but anyway, thank you that was hell yeah you've only been learning since what uh after 14 and hell you speak better than most people here in thailand who have been learning for like 30 years
2: i mean my first language is german so the difference Mm -hmm. is not that like usually there's a lot of similar words which you know i have to give myself props for that uh because they don't have that like i don't think has anything to do with english <laughs> right right,
0: right.
1: <laughs> awesome and so um now you're helping you know people to overcome their egos and, and lots of mindset work so how does one um overcome their own ego
2: ah <laughs> uh, see that's a tricky question <laughs> Look, um the thing is first, you would have to define what the ego is, right, mm-hmm. because a lot of people think it's arrogance in some way, there is the arrogant ego, yes, that is how it shows in some people, but it's not there like it's some someone who is super self deprecating and you know just really the opposite of arrogant or boasting um they have just as big an ego as anyone else. Like the ego is everything that you associate with yourself. And if you want to use a different word that makes more sense for a lot of people would be maybe the self image that you have of yourself. Mm -hmm. And that is a thing that has been built your entire life. So starting from what your parents told you, what your teachers told you, all every single experience you've ever had has added to it. So overcoming it is not something you do like this. I was snipping. I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> um, so everything you believe, like the smallest thing, if you, have, if you are insecure about your eyebrows, that, that's part of who you believe you are, right? If you just don't think they're nice. And that's also why it's so hard to overcome it because first of all, you don't know most of the things that you believe about yourself. You're not aware of everything you think of yourself. It just became such a part of you that is there that you don't question it. It comes up and you don't realize, oh, you don't realize like, oh shit, this was me. This was not something that happened to me. This was this is what I believe about myself. Um that's like the first step is that, like to realize it, to become more self-aware, right? And literally that is something you have to do all the time because the ego is something that will also develop you will build new beliefs about yourself you will i don't know add to it take away from it all the time it's not something that is static it's a very ah uh, what's the opposite of static <laughs> yeah, I'm it,
0: sorry, it, that develops, opposite. it develops
2: it develops
0: <laughs> okay uh, right, right okay
2: so yeah for myself um one thing was definitely realizing that that is a thing like i have beliefs about myself and i project them onto things that happen to me i project them onto people of stuff that happens to me and for me a lot of what a lot of the big changes in my mindset the big shifts they didn't happen with a certain process it was realizing a couple of universal truths about how the world really works like taking myself out of this um uh, taking the ego out of this and gaining a bigger perspective and i don't know i can't tell you like the main let's say two or three things that were such big shifts for me that like literally changed everything if you are interested in that
0: <laughs> yeah go ahead
2: so the first thing that was for me um is when i realized that i can't fail in life right you can't. Grew up like, I can't. It's impossible okay. to fail at life. Like mm. nobody's doing it wrong. Nobody's doing it right. Mm. We're just doing it. We're living, mm. um and that was a thing. That was also. I feel like we learned a coming back to school. Like this is a big thing for me. <laughs> but um we learned that in school that it's possible to fail. Right. You have exams. You get an, a degree, not a degree. Um, a grade, and. You could have failed like that grade defines whether you've passed or not, and you can fail um a course in uni and you can fail whatever you can fail the entire program, but that's not how life works like when I get out and into the world and try to do things, there's no end to how much I can try, right? Mm. I can go on and on and on and do it again and again and get up again and again and I will never have failed. I will just have found ways that don't work and that was a really big lesson for me because before I was so scared of failure and failure again, if you look at it, the fear of failure is never a fear of failing. it's a fear of failing in front of other people.
0: Mm.
2: It's always a fear of embarrassment and you know judgment in a sense because why would you be scared of that? Like, it didn't work out. So what? Try something else. But it's about, I tried this. I told everyone. And it didn't work out. And now, what are they going to be thinking? You know, what are they going to think about me? What are they going to say? And so that was a, really, the, I think, the biggest mindset, mindset shift I ever made. That To truly understand that I can't fail at this thing. That is most important, and that is just living in the world, like we do it. <laughs> we all just automatically do it, and we're so scared of things that are never going to happen, that like even if they happen, so what? We start something else. Like people have this finite vision of life, like it obviously we die, but about all the other things that happen to you in life, there's never an end to it. There's no checkmate in life, you know, you just go on, you do something else
0: right uh, Les brown said. oh yeah keep yes. going keep going no yeah, no go you ahead.
2: can ask anything yeah. like i would yeah. just talk cool. and talk <laughs> yeah. yeah it was Les brown what
0: did he say he said we're only born with two fears the fear of loud noise and the fear of falling everything else has been taught to us so those are practically labels exactly. so we label it as i'm this i'm that oh my god that's br- that's a really deep uh-huh. perspective
2: it is labeling, it really is. Like you, you label yourself throughout your whole life and it's not your fault. Like it's not, maybe some of it you really, you know, it was you who, who started thinking that about you. But a lot of it is really the experiences that you make. Like sometimes it's enough to have one person react badly to your makeup to think, oh God, I'm really bad at makeup. Maybe you just had a bad day, right? And it's sometimes it's enough to have one bad grade at math and to think, oh God, I, I'm really bad at this. And then to, from then on, really become bad at it because that is something you now believe of yourself. And like every next math problem that you have in school or in real life or whatever, you meet it with this belief, oh, I'm bad at this. So, you know, you don't have big expectations of yourself in the first place because you are not good at that, you know. And now imagine this is something you have about everything in your life. (laughs) We have, you know, self-sabotaged so many things that we didn't even realize. And Mm. that is really something that I tackle with my um, clients as well, like self-sabotage. Showing to them where they are doing the labeling, where they are doing the damage to themselves, like to their own lives, to their own businesses, why they're not... um, moving from this point where they are right now. So this is like, this is really the core of what I do. First of all, f- find it, figure it out. Where where did it, like, what where is the problem? And then see how much of it is you, because that's the only thing you can control. Like if, mm-hmm. if there's a lot of things happening to you from the outside, well, it's it's all about how you react to them. But a lot of things really is you and so many times because of it being so ingrained in ourselves in our own egos we don't realize it we just don't know and that is not you know i'm an ignorant person that is just it's so much of me that i don't see it as separate from myself that i don't see it as something i can you know take off like a coat
1: yeah i suppose that's where self-awareness comes in isn't it so is self-awareness something you help your clients with and if so um like, do you have any strategies that can help with that um, awareness and like raising that, so to speak?
2: I do a lot. Um, a lot of it is really realize. Once you realize that something is there, it's very easy to spot it again. Hmm. Um, like, If you've never realized that you are insecure about, I don't know, your hair, and that's why you always judge other people's hair, you didn't see that. But now I told you, look, I have seen this in you, and um, that's there. Like from that point on, it's all about seeing it in yourself whenever it happens. And it's not about judging yourself. It's not about being like, "Oh no, don't do it. You did it again." It's about, "All right, so I did this thing again that I'm trying to, you know, separate from. It's okay. It happened. Now I saw it. That's already like it already gives it much less weight because." before, it was controlling you, and now you're just aware that it's there. And with every next time you see it, it becomes less effective. It becomes less of something you identify with. It becomes something you can observe. And as soon as you can observe it, it's separate from you, right? So that's definitely the first step that we do. like Find it, and then really look at it as you go like in your daily life, um, whenever you see this thing. Whatever it is, like I'm just being very vague now because I can't come up with good examples. (laughs) Right. But it's just like maybe it's like a certain self-talk, maybe about, I don't know, if you're overweight or so and you're talking about, um, you're telling that to yourself all day. Like a lot of people who do have that problem, they don't realize how much they are, you know, it's negative self-talk from themselves. Um they don't realize that that voice is there until someone points out that, look, I have met you for 30 minutes and you've t- told me seven bad things about yourself. You want to watch out for that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I feel like it's a lot of just really looking into, because self-awareness is really hard to teach, right? Right, um, right, right. Yeah, it's for me it's often with my clients it's often situational because it depends what they want to have help in and then it's easy to point those things out i can't make them self aware of everything that is going on in their heads
1: yeah so, so but, on that then um with, with the clients that you do work with what are some or just in life in general what are some of the like are that i know that you know every um Situation is different, and every challenges are different. But are there, like, are you noticing that trends that people are going through, like similar challenges that most people are, are, you know, are are experiencing who you work with, um, and then how do you help them?
2: Look, it it literally comes like, yes, every situation is different, and it it always comes uh, out in a different way. Like the the thing that you can see in the end, like the, for example, one of my clients just felt. Super bad about raising the prices on her um products, even though she you know she had to at some point you got a scale and people were buying and uh, it was worth much more than um what she charged for, but she couldn't she just couldn't do it so um and then you have another client who just felt like she never had time for anything, but somehow she never did anything and <laughs> both of these like they're very different situations right, right. and they they show very differently uh, in the end in your life in what you do, but I feel there's only maybe one to three things that are at the core of everyone's self sabotage, and the main one is really other people and me in relation to other people. Like the main thing is really what are others going to think about me? Even people who like no. like the one who was. Um, You know, she felt like she was doing something all the time, but never had any results. It was all about showing that she was doing something all the time, right? It was more about I have to look like I'm hustling, um, instead of just putting the work into the things that will produce results. And that's the same thing with the person who couldn't, you know, charge more. It's she was very insecure about what are they going to think of me? What if they think it's not worth? Sixty dollars more than it was before, you know it was all about what are other people going to think of me, what how are they going to react to what I do and it so many times, like I feel like ninety percent of the time it is really me in relation to other people, and that is the core issue of it all, and that I can't be loved if I just do what I want to do and if I just am who I am and yeah that was also one of my major um mindset shifts that i made like to realize that oh all those gurus and mindset coaches and people were right if i am myself i will be most successful (laughs) like i can't tell you how much my life shifted once i just accepted me as i am and like just put that out there instead of a image that i thought i you know Mm. business owners should have or should be like or wear um the clothes that they should wear i don't know like Mm. those are like things that we you hear them all the time but i feel like when it clicks it clicks and it should change everything
1: yeah yeah i can definitely um relate to that um i'll send you bring you back in in now do you um have anything on that or any?
0: yeah the clothes um you know what's so funny like would it? Came- <laughs> God, no, you know what? okay. I know this is so funny. So, basically, four years ago, I started investing in a new wardrobe, right? But was I yeah. doing it for myself? No, no. I was doing it for the women to accept me because they didn't accept me because I was a colored individual, right? So next, you know, boom. Okay, let's double up on this. Let's get a vest. Let's get the matching pants. Let's get the next one: black, gray, beige. Man, by the end of 2016, I was fully loaded, but did anything (laughs) change on the outside? Hell no. No. And you know what, I said, no one gives a damn about what I wear. They don't give a damn about this. They don't give a damn about that. And then next thing you know, I spent X amount of dollars on a new wardrobe for who? For them? So I said, oh, (laughs) no, 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 no. You should see what I wear on a daily basis now. My shoes are talking, like the left side of my left shoe is open right now. It's open. And do I give a damn? Hell no. no. I don't give a damn anymore. So it's funny because if we go to these YouTubers and whatnot, and, you know, these guys saying, oh, you have to dress the part, you have to dress like this, and dress like that. I'm like, man, yeah. all of that is bullshit.
2: <laughs> and also- Imagine who you are. You
0: got it. You know
2: exactly. But also, listen. If you if it's the clothes, like this is a really great example. Um, if you had attracted any women with those clothes, it was not you. It was the exactly. clothes. Exactly. And, and how great is that relationship afterwards? Nope. Hmm? Gone.
0: <laughs> Damn. What? Oh, oh, that's so smart. That, that's. I'm. I'm really glad you actually said that because I think there are a lot of millennials out there and that are probably buying a number of different suits but the thing is they're still unsure and they're still they're not confident whatsoever whatsoever underneath what they're wearing and so then they're going to attract to them the people who like him for what he's wearing rather than the individual he or she is
2: exactly and that's the same thing with what they then do you know if you if you are going to parties all the time and you want to be there with the cool crew and all that, and it's not just not you, it will show like you will be the awkward person at that party because you didn't want to be there in the first place. you just thought you have to you know for something um all those things like it shows, and you're just not doing yourself a favor, yeah, you really aren't, and it's the thing that doesn't click until it clicks, right because you hear that a lot. I've heard that my whole life like just be yourself everything will be fine it never made sense to me until i embraced it right and then Mm. it was just like man this was so obvious
0: (laughs) so how can people begin right now to say you know what enough of this trying to fit in with everyone else bullshit i'm going to fit in with myself and i'm going to create the world around me how can people start to begin that now
2: Do you know what helped me the most? Is literally realizing how I think of other people. I don't think about them much. I didn't think about them too much when I cared about their uh, opinion. I don't think about them too much now. Obviously, if I fall in love with someone, I think about them, but you know what I mean? Like I'm not here sitting around here in my life using my own brain space to think about, oh, Arsenio's shoes fuck that that was horrible <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care about that <laughs> and right, right. that's the truth for everyone else nobody gives a shit about me like obviously they care like my mother cares about me my cousin cares about my best friend they care right but they're not out there thinking about me all day long They don't see all those things that I see about myself because I literally have myself around me all day long. Um, I have time to spot, I don't know, my really, really horrible nails right now. I have the time to spot when my eyebrows are overgrown. But people don't really see that, right? You're out there. They listen to what you're talking about. You see them once a week. They want to see you, hear you, all that. They don't care about all those details that you you know, try to change about yourself to make them think something else about you. Nobody thinks about you as much as you think about yourself. You have to, you're the only one. And that's the truth for everyone else. They think about themselves, how they're going to make their own lives better, what they're going to eat, what they're going to do, whom they are going to sleep with tonight, these kinds of things, right? Nobody thinks about you as much as you make it out to be. And that's, the thing that really clicked for me, and that I realized, like, just monitor yourself. Like, how much time do you really spend thinking about other people?
0: Yeah, you ain't lying. Oh my goodness!
2: Really not? <laughs> yeah, thank
0: you. you I'm just, I'm just, boy, you you hit me right there. You hit me right. Because, <laughs> right boy, I've been. Ooh, that's another whole story. We ain't got that much time, but boy. <laughs> oh my god, that was fire! I like that one.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, we've got about five minutes left. So do you have any actual steps or final um, thoughts for our listeners? Um, I mean, we're definitely gonna have to bring you back on. But uh, for this episode, <laughs> yeah, do you have any um, final thoughts or actual steps that kind of summarize the episode that our listeners can go away and take massive action on right away?
2: Yes, I can summarize it in three steps that they probably won't take action on right now, but that I can Mm -hmm. promise them if these things click, you will see your life change before your eyes. And that is the first thing that I already said, you can't fail in life. So you might as well go out there and try to do what you really want to do and not Mm -hmm. what other people expect you to do, what looks cool, what your parents want you to do. Your parents don't know shit about this generation. So, you know, mm -hmm. go out there, do your, do you. And you won't fail at that. Like, you can't fail at that. And the second thing was nobody cares about you. Like, nobody gives a shit about you. Nobody's thinking about you as much as you are thinking about yourself. So you might as well do you. Again, you might as well be who you are. You might as well wear what you want. And I guess, yeah, I, I think it's only two steps. The third would be, like, just be yourself. But you heard that before. so. <laughs> Okay. All
0: right, Luke, what do you think?
1: No, that's awesome. And so um, Kamka, where can people find you and connect with you if they want to see any of your content or learn more about what you do?
2: So the best thing really is Instagram for me. Uh, I do a lot of these little videos and you also have a link in my bio where you can find everything else that I do. So really go on Instagram uh, slash my name, Kamka Mm-hmm. um that's my full name so if i i <laughs> i don't know if you can spell it it's C A M K A S A R V A N. that's that
1: no worries, i will leave a link in the description awesome. so guys can um yeah so our listeners sorry can go ahead and just yeah click on the link and head directly to uh your instagram but thank you so much for joining us today it's been a pleasure
2: thank you for having me <laughs> And I'm glad I could uh, provide this whispers into your
0: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you have another one to come on. So you just hang in there. Okay?
1: <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. Well, Kamka, yeah, thank you once again, um, guys, if you know anyone who needs to hear Kamika's message today, then definitely share this episode of the podcast with them. And we will be back next week for another episode. So we will speak to you then.
0: Did you find this episode helpful? If you did, please leave a review and don't forget to subscribe. New episodes of the Motivational Mentors podcast are available every Friday.